Good evening. Today is Thursday, the 21st of September, 2023. Stocks are currently processing Wednesday's hawkish message from Jay Powell and the FOMC. Stocks fell by the most since March, and Treasury yields across the curve rose after another round of jobless claims, which highlighted the tightness of the labor market. The dot plot and the SEP were updated during Wednesday's Federal Reserve meeting. The Fed now expects to cut interest rates by 100 basis points less in 2024 than anticipated in June, and the dot plot indicates that one more rate hike this year is still on the table. The Fed is currently facing much uncertainty, and it will carefully assess the economic data to determine whether monetary policy is sufficiently restrictive and whether further rate hikes will be required. Further tightening will likely be needed if the economy continues to remain resilient, and three months of positive inflation data still seem to be, in the eyes of Jay Powell, only the beginning of what will be required to be confident that inflation is on a sustainable downward trajectory. The upward revisions of growth and of growth expectations of the FOMC and the downward revision of the expected unemployment rate at the end of this year and in 2024 point toward interest rates staying higher for longer. The economic data released today supports this narrative. Initial jobless claims dropped to 201,000. The median estimate in a Bloomberg survey of economists was 225,000. Mike Löwengard at Morgan Stanley Global Investment Office said to Bloomberg that with most Fed officials anticipating another rate hike in 2023, lower than expected initial jobless claims could make this a reality. Löwengard continued to say, quote, the Fed has been waiting for the labor market to loosen up and so far it has not happened. But even if they don't hike again, continued strength in the jobs market will likely translate into higher rates for longer. End of quote. Former St. Louis Fed President James Bullard states the Fed might have to raise rates further and hold them higher due to the risk of a reacceleration in inflation. Larry Summers, former Treasury Secretary, believes the Fed is too optimistic in their outlook for the U.S. economy. Larry Summers thinks we will start seeing a stagflation-like environment where the Fed will be surprised by faster inflation and weaker growth than anticipated. Other data released during Thursday's trading day shows that August home sales declined to the lowest level or to the slowest since January. According to the National Association of Realtors, existing home sales decreased 0.7% in August month over month, to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 4.04 million. Compared to a year earlier, August sales fell 15.3%, according to the Wall Street Journal. At the same time, house prices are rising. The national median existing home price rose 3.9% in August from a year earlier to $407,100, which is the fourth highest record level in data, going back to 1999, according to the NAP, NAR, National Association of Realtors. Doug Duncan, chief economist at Fannie Mae, said to the Wall Street Journal, quote, There is a bunch of people that for a long time are going to be happy where they are, 
which takes all those existing homes out of the pool, end of quote. This is the dynamic that is currently causing house prices to rise. If mortgages fall again, it could happen that more people will feel comfortable selling their homes, which would increase the supply of homes and push down prices. Here's one more interesting quote from Chris Gaffney, president of World Markets at Everbank. He said to Bloomberg on Thursday, quote, A lot of investors had been second-guessing the Fed all along. The Fed is committed to keeping inflation down, and part of that, I think, is to keep rates higher for longer. And markets are finally coming to grips with that, end of quote. In my opinion, due to the risk that inflation could reaccelerate, which is caused by the resilience of the U.S. economy and rising energy prices, interest rates are likely to stay higher for longer than the markets currently anticipate. This week, we saw the markets adjusting to a higher for longer environment. Let us take a look at the top three corporate stories from Thursday, reported by Rita Nazareth from Bloomberg. As the software giant continues to incorporate generative artificial intelligence into its products, Microsoft Corp. said that its AI assistant for Windows will begin to roll out on September 26, and the Office AI map will be generally the Office AI app will be generally accessible on November 1st. After a nearly seven-decade career, Rupert Murdoch is retiring from his position as chairman of the boards of Fox Corporation and News Corporation, and he will take on the role of chairman emeritus. Fox Corp's broadcasting rights to WWE's Friday Night Smackdown have been acquired by Comcast, NBC Universal, in a five-year agreement. And last but not least, we will look at some of the financial data of Thursday's trading day. The S&P fell 1.6%, the Nasdaq 100 fell 1.8%, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 1.1%, and the MSCI World Index fell 1.7% as of 4 p.m. New York time. The Bloomberg Dollar Spot Index rose 0.2%, while the euro against the dollar was little unchanged at $1.0660 dollars. The yield on 10-year treasuries advanced 7 basis points to 4.48%. West Texas Intermediate Crude fell 0.1% to $89.55 a barrel. And gold futures fell 1.4% to $1,940.2 an ounce. That is it for today's podcast episode. Have a great evening and see you tomorrow.